This is the fifth installment of the six-part series on factors preventing you from achieving what you want from life. In this fifth installment, we're going to explore what happens when you lack the focus you need to get what you want. Let's start with what it means to lack focus. It's the inability to concentrate on a task or goal long enough to achieve them. For a lot of us, Lacking focus means we delay doing the things we need to do to accomplish goals and tasks because we become distracted and lose sight easily. For some of us, the decision we make while distracted are not formative ones because we don't focus long enough to make sure we know what we're doing when we're doing it or simply to see a task or goal through to the end. I should also preface this episode by stating that there may be a medical reason why some people can focus. And if you suspect that your inability to concentrate or focus on what you're doing goes beyond what I will mention in this episode, then you should seek medical help. Because an inability to focus can be life-defining and sadly life-threatening. The potential medical consequences of this aside, the ability to focus is a valuable asset because when we can focus on what we want to accomplish, we are not only more productive, but we can achieve our goals and see the results of our hard work. Let's delve into what may seem like an insignificant issue for many, but in reality can be just as damaging as the other factors mentioned in the series so far. Here we go. Welcome to Evolving Life Podcast. In this podcast, we explore the continuously changing facets of our lives. How we adapt is the lessons we learn along the way and is the key to living our best lives. This podcast is your source for the motivation and encouragement you need to make your evolving life exactly what you want it to be. My name is Merlene and I am your host. Join me as I share the experiences, the lessons and ideas for living an optimal life. I hope one of the message you're getting as you listen to each part of the series is that in order to achieve what you want from life, regardless of what you want from life, you need to take consistent steps towards making it happen. And you have to remove obstacles or factors that keep you from your goals. Understanding what is standing in the way and slowly yet consistently eliminating anything that keeps you from your goal is the purpose of this series. The ability to focus on what you want is yet another factor worth mentioning because when we lack focus, it can also be one of those components that is so ingrained in your life that you don't even realize that there is a self-imposed roadblock or impediment that's keeping you from the progress you crave. Let's use two scenarios to make my point. The first one is an example of how we can lose focus. And the second scenario is the result. Here is the first and probably a typical one I'm sure most of us would recognize. Peter have a side business he hopes to turn into a full-time business that support him because he wants to work for himself and not others one day. All week, Peter had been telling himself that on Saturday, he's going to sit down and create a marketing plan for his business. Saturday comes and he sleeps in a little 
because he wakes up early during the week and so he felt he deserved one day of having a few extra hours of sleep. Eventually, he gets out of bed, did his usual ritual, which exercise, breakfast, you know, the usual. He tells himself while out for his morning jog that after breakfast, he's going to work on that plan to market and promote his business. Breakfast is over and it's time to focus on building that plan. But his best friend calls just as he wakes up his computer. She told him she thought she had to work, but now she doesn't and she wanted to meet up. She wanted to go shopping and then go to this great restaurant everyone is talking about. She asks him, what is his plan for today? And he tells her all about amping up his business visibility and how he needs to create a plan to make it happen. His best friend tell him to do it tomorrow. She says, come out with me. Let's go. We can have a great time. It will be fun. Peter thought about it. Tell his friend that he can work on his business tomorrow and he will meet her. And they had a great time. What do you think happened the next day? Do you think Peter sat down the next day and work on what he planned the day before? Do you think that he worked on how he's going to market his business? I say no. Something else probably happened the next day that was considered important as well. And if Peter did did some work on his business, most likely it wasn't with the focus and attention it deserves. Because let's face it, the next day is Sunday. His nine to five job is the next day. Can you think of a scenario that happens on a Sunday when you work a nine to five and you know you have to go to work on Monday? The possibilities are endless. One of my favorite Sunday activity is just relaxing because I have to go to work on Monday or doing the chores I didn't get to do on Saturday because I was with friends the night before. Chances are the last thing on most people's mind is things they can do to advance their business. Unless, of course, you are super focused and then this episode is a moot point for you. When we want to accomplish something, yet we allow ourselves to be easily distracted or we become preoccupied with doing other things that have little to do with what we need to do, we are never happy in the end. Worse, we shift the blame from ourselves to excuses. What excuses do we tell ourselves? Excuses like, I didn't have time because I had a lot of family obligations in the past few weeks, few months, or I had to do X, Y, Z. You fill in the blank. Or what about that business opportunity wasn't for me after all. The excuses are relevant only to you, but it's easy to find one. Here is a second scenario. It's the end result of choosing to hang out with friends over achieving the goal Peter told himself he wanted to. Although he may not realize it yet, down the road, the question of why will become relevant. Why wasn't he able to accomplish XYZ? Not only will he question what he could not accomplish, he also lose sight of the reason he wanted to accomplish the goal to begin with. No, it doesn't happen right away, but if he allow himself to keep getting distracted enough times, he will eventually wonder. That's why I love this saying I read online by an inspirational speaker, author called Topsy Gift. She says, distraction is a killer of dreams, visions, and goals. It's that simple. Here's the thing. If we want to accomplish our goals, we have to remove the distractions. Let's be real. 
No one will focus on something 100% of the time. That's actually unrealistic. And you could easily explain away Peter's decision to spend time with his friend under the guise that he can and should. And you know what? You would be right. He should. We should all take time for ourselves to enjoy and live life. Where the problem ensues is when we let distractions happen repeatedly, or we don't structure our time and choose when we should allow ourselves to have fun or be with family and friends, and when we should focus on our objective. If you are constantly allowing others, example of others being friends and family, if you're constantly allowing events, example of events being a game, a movie, a party, when you're constantly allowing things, example of things being social media, such as TikTok, Facebook, emails, get in the way, then you have a problem and your goals or intentions are unreachable as if it was nothing more than a thought that you had. So what's the best approach for decreasing distraction or a lack of focus? First, notice I didn't say end distraction or end a lack of focus. It's important to restate that it's normal to be occasionally distracted or wanting to not focus on a goal all the time. What I think most of us don't pay attention to is how many times and the different ways we allow distraction to invade our efforts to the point where it interferes with our intentions. I want to share six ways to reduce the amount of times you allow distraction or a lack of focus to control your efforts to achieve the things you want from life. But before I share them, I want to share some other news. In the next episode, which will be the sixth and final installment of the series, I am going to tell you about a new resource I will be offering. It's called the Self-Development Toolbox or SD Toolbox for short, and it will be a portal that will offer resources you can use to support your efforts to achieve the things you want. Much of the information you will find there will be free and I hope you will take advantage of it. Here is the great part. Because you listen to Evolve in Life, I'm going to give instant and free access to this resource once it goes live. It will go live once I publish each post in the Committing to Success series I mentioned in episode three. The series is in 13 parts, each introducing a component of SD Toolbox as the series unfold. And in the coming weeks, I will make this resource available to you for free. In the next week episode, I will share the link where you can sign up to receive access immediately again once SD Toolbox goes live. Okay, so let's continue with the six ways you can reduce distraction, focus more, and accomplish your goals. The first one is to write down and display your goals, incentives, and achievements. When you can visually see what your goals are, the reason you have that goal, and what you achieved so far in reaching for that goal, it is a perfect counterbalance for distraction and losing focus. The fact is, written goals remind you of the reason you have the goal, and this improves your focus. There are other advantages to writing down your goals. You can read more about SMART goals on forlowliving.com and in the upcoming commitment series if you want to know more. Here is another fact to consider. 
when you can acknowledge the achievement made towards a specific goal and see visually what incentives will be, it also serves as motivation to keep going and to not stop, to stay focused. Here is number two, regulate your time effectively. This is yet another way to reduce your distraction and increase your focus. When you can effectively manage your time, you ensure that there is enough time for staying on task as well as for doing other things. Back to Peter. Imagine if Peter had told his friend that he would love to go shopping and out to dinner, but in a few hours. If Peter had not just said to himself, that he was going to work on his marketing plan, but actually put it on a calendar and build his day around the time frame he allotted to work on his marketing plan, I think it would have been more likely that his response to his friend would have been that he would meet up with her after the time he initially set aside to work on his marketing plan. There are quite a few time management techniques to use for staying focused. While I will not elaborate on them here, I can say that some of them are quite effective at ensuring that you stay focused. Here is number three. Consider where your productivity happens or your surroundings. I strongly believe that your work environment, whether you are sitting in an office or at home, reflect your state of mind and your willingness to stay on task. Whether you feel comfortable If you're sitting at a computer desk overlooking a view of the mountain or the city, or if you're sitting in front of a TV showing the latest sport event, or if music is playing in the background, or if your desk is full of stuff that needs to be organized, or even if you thrive at sitting at a messy desk, it all matters. If your desk is a mess and you have the type of personality that believes everything has a place and should be in its place, then on the day you're supposed to be focused, all you see is what's not in its place. You're going to do one of two things. You're going to organize or you're going to say, I'll do this later and go do something else. Yes, it's likely that you will organize, then proceed to what you originally intended. But let's be realistic here. You organize that desk and it's like a domino effect. You know, when you hit one domino, it all goes stumbling down, meaning your entire house will probably get organized next and you will not have done a single thing towards your original intent. Your environment matters if you intend to stay focused. Yeah, it's all about your personality and what works for you, but still your environment matters. This is a great segue for number four, which is, not to multitask. Multitask is trying to do two things at once or going back and forth with a task. It involves shifting your focus from one task to the next. You're organizing, but you're also on your computer watching a YouTube video on marketing strategy, for instance. What's going to happen in this scenario will be you're missing the relevant information in the video. The fact is, your brain needs time to assimilate information. If you want to make a smart decision that's based on facts, if you want to organize your desk effectively the first time and not wonder why you put something where you put it, then don't multitask unless you really have to. And here's number five, review your goals often. When you set a goal, it's important to visualize it. 
similar to what I've already mentioned in number one, but taken to the next level. It's important when you set a goal to not just make sure it's a smart goal, but to use a tool to visualize it. I'm a big proponent of mind mapping. I use it to turn my thoughts, my goals into a step-by-step process. When you use a mind map, you can clearly see how your goals will unfold. If you want to know more about mind mapping, let me know. I will do an episode just about this really effective tool for helping you to visualize and actualize goals. And the next and final one is number six. Turn your goals into small steps. I talk about this in episode four to offset a perfectionist mindset. You can also use the same technique to manage your ability to stay focused. It's so easy to lose focus if all you see is the big picture of a goal. You need to see your goals as manageable. Saying you want to promote your business and making it more visible is a broad goal. But if you document how you're going to promote your business and steps you're going to take to make your business more visible, then you're using a step-by-step approach that is effective. Using this technique is not only easier, but you avoid factors such as being a perfectionist and you stay more focused because you're using a step-by-step approach. Going back to the mind map, this is a perfect way to use this approach. The result will be that you are more focused and your goals or objectives will seem more achievable. I want to conclude by stating this. We are all guilty of being distracted or not focusing on the things we sometimes should. These days, it's easy to allow ourselves to lose sight of what we want. Think about technology, daily events in our public and private lives. It's easy for our minds to wander and our attention to, to diminish. One minute we are watching the news and caught up in politics or some other newsworthy event. We get an email or phone call that leads to another email and another phone call. Then there is social media, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I can personally advocate for the addictiveness of TikTok. I can share with you time and time again that I've sat to write a blog post or research for this podcast and a notification appears on my screen alerting me that I have a new follower or a new post by someone I'm following. And the next thing I know, I've lost track of time and it's an hour or two later and I didn't accomplish a thing. Distraction is not unusual. How we deal with it and whether we allow it to control the things we want is the issue. If we want to achieve a goal, we have to learn to remove the things that's keeping us from that goal. We can't get rid of email notifications or fully avoid TikTok, but we can find alternative that will keep us connected to the world while allowing us to focus on our intentions. I'm going to end this episode with a quote from Bruce Lee. He said it best when he said this, the successful warrior is the average man with laser-like focus. Next week, we are ending the series by exploring a question. The question is, are you hungry enough? Hunger motivates and inspires action. Could it be the reason or factor preventing you from achieving your goal is that you're simply not hungry enough? 
Join me as we explore this question, recap the series, and share more about the SD Toolbox resource. See you next week. That's the end of another episode of Evolving Life. You can connect with us online at fullerliving.com forward slash community. You'll find the link in our show notes. While there, don't forget to share your thoughts.